Hi everyone, Ethan here. Welcome to the third and final episode of my mini-series series for the Community Agriculture Project. To anyone new here or unfamiliar with this project, we are a team dedicated to connecting folks with their local agriculture resources. On our website, there is a resource forum available with opportunities ranging from community gardens to CSAs to workshops. Our goal is to encourage food justice and sovereignty in the United States through sharing resources and educating people via podcasts and blogs. In the first recording of my Manuscript series, I share my personal experiences in the agriculture and environmental field. In the second episode, I discuss some technology that have come about as we adapt agriculture amidst climate change. For today's episode, I will be talking about green roofs and sharing my opinions on them. Alright, without further ado, let's get started with this mini-sode. Have you ever wondered what life will be like in 50 years? Some people envision a completely different world with highly advanced technology, flying cars, and underwater roads. Futuristic visions aside, how often do we honestly consider the different ways in which our ecosystems will shift with our current lifestyle? As I mentioned in my last episode, climate change is basically the long-term shift in the Earth's temperature and weather patterns, sped up due to the anthropogenic release of greenhouse gases, some being carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide. Studying this topic is important because the threats of climate change have already and will continue to greatly affect our ecosystem through temperature and precipitation changes, habitat loss and fragmentation, species extinction, altered species interactions, the spread of disease, and reduced biodiversity, to name a few. All of these shifts in our ecosystem will require us as humans to change in one way or another to adapt to our situation. There are many ways we could go about that. For example, up until this point, humans have made quite an imprint on our environment with our urban development. The buildings in cities and urban areas have created interesting effects including heat islands, which is when the surface of buildings retain heat, leading to higher temperatures concentrated in the environment. City infrastructure can also leave areas vulnerable to flooding, and as I went into more detail about this in my last episode, we can expect more intensity in flooding with a changing climate. In response to issues like this, people have started to adapt by substituting traditional roofs for green roofs. Green roofs can provide more sophisticated irrigation and relief from urban heat islands, but I will get back to the benefits a little later. I am going to go into the history of green roofs based off of an article published by Optima, which I will link in the description of this episode. Here's what the article has to say. Start quote. Green roofs date back thousands of years. In ancient times, green roof structures began as sod roofs above caves, with green roof earth and plant life used for agricultural, dwelling, and ceremonial purposes. The downfall of these sod roofs was a lack of protection against burrowing animals and lack of waterproofing ability. And arguably, the most famous and most sophisticated ancient green roof were the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, constructed around 
500 BC. Built over arched stone beams, the hanging gardens were indeed waterproofed by the inventive layering of reeds and thick tar. There are two types of green roofs, intensive and extensive. Intensive green roofs have deep soil layers, widely varied plant life, and increased weight bearing and stress load, therefore requiring higher maintenance. Extensive green roofs have thin soil depth and less layers, a simplicity that allows for easier maintenance and makes them the more accessible option. In the 1980s, the widespread introduction of extensive green roof technology further propelled the practice. The dynamic and customizable technology means that buildings have the option of choosing which green roof is right for them, and therefore a larger population can take part in the sustainable practice of growing green roofs." End quote. So, in our modern-day green roof practice, we can recognize many environmental and social benefits. The first of those benefits is carbon sequestration. The plants on the roof use photosynthesis to sequester carbon dioxide from the air and store it as biomass, hence mitigating greenhouse gases. Furthermore, a benefit of green roof is improved air quality. This is because the plant's tissue absorb pollutants and other specks of dust from the air through rainwater movement. According to a study, there has been a 37% reduction in sulfur dioxide and a 21% reduction in nitrous acid in the air directly above a newly built green roof. As we mentioned before, green roofs can reduce the urban heat island effect. The plants on the green roofs provide shade and create surfaces that help absorb heat, which then decreases the indoor temperature in the house or building. Studies show that green roofs have decreased indoor temperature by 3 to 4 degrees Celsius when the outside temperature is between 77 and 97 degrees Fahrenheit, or 25 to 35 degrees Celsius. A lower indoor temperature lessens the demand for air conditioning, which will then help reduce the amount of energy demanded. Green roofs also increase biodiversity, supporting local wildlife, including birds and insects. Overall, biodiversity is very important to ecological resilience in our climate. Over the course of three years, 78 spider species and 254 beetle species were identified solely from the inspection of 17 green roofs. Green roofs also prove to help manage stormwater, which reduces issues with pollutants in runoff water and can help with flooding risks. This can greatly help to support existing infrastructure. If you live in New York City and have ever seen a subway flood, you might know what I mean. As far as the social benefits of green roofs go, green roofs can serve as educational and community engagement spaces where people can create stronger bonds with their neighbors, their local plants, and even their food. I love the idea of apartment buildings having green roofs as I think they would allow residents to build a stronger community through everyone's shared responsibility of taking care of it. By having a shared green space, there's opportunity to meet the needs of people educationally by providing workshops or whatever they want to know more about, whether that is growing culturally appropriate and nutritious food or how to compost their kitchen scraps. There is nothing like having easy access to freshly grown crops. Other social benefits simply include the improved mental well-being of having access to a green space. 
When thinking about green roofs, it is important to think of their shortcomings as well. One potential negative effect of green roofs can be related to the materials that go into its construction. For example, polymers may be used in green roof construction, which are highly energy intensive to produce in the first place. With this being said, it is important to consider the life cycle analysis and sourcing of the materials that are going into the installation. In general, the construction of a green roof is not necessarily so easy and definitely requires the expertise of engineers to design and build in groups of teams. Considering this, the price of green roof installation and the potential costs associated with the maintenance that is needed for them can be prohibitive. It costs nearly twice as much to install a green roof as opposed to a traditional one. However, since green roofs lessen the need for air conditioning in a house, the substantial amount of money saved after years of reduced air conditioning may offset the extra price to install a green roof. Some worth mentioning that are doing great work in the green roofing space are Brooklyn Grange, located in Brooklyn, New York, Urban Farm Company, located in Seattle, The Roof Crop, located in Chicago, Green City Growers in Massachusetts, and Urban Harvest STL in St. Louis. Another popular company in the business of green roof is Rooflight. This company is based in the United States and has completed more than 1,000 green roof projects and covered over 11 million square feet of roofs with vegetative rooftops. They offer so many catered solutions for those interested in green roofing. All of these projects will be linked in the description. In conclusion, further research and engineering should be done to make the production of green roofs more environmentally friendly. However, there is still a promising alternative to traditional roofs to achieve a sustainable future since the long-term benefits of green roofs can outweigh their disadvantages. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with me throughout this mini-sode series on the Community Agriculture Project. I encourage you to check out our website and the other podcasts available to learn more about our current culture around agriculture in the United States. If you would like to connect with me, please do so via my email, ethanlu 75 at gmail.com. Although this is the end of my mini-sode series, Keep a lookout for other community agriculture project collaborations that I will be a part of. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.